in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. My name is Justin, and thank you so much for listening to us. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. Info at GritCityPodcast.com. All of our past episodes and uh, all of our advertisers and our guests and everything can be found at GritCityPodcast.com. In addition, you can check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter. Now, I am solo right now, but that's not the case for this episode. Jeff and Scott joined me at the home studios to talk a little bit about some of the past awesome things that our guests have done. And then also to, well, for me to really talk about some of the cool websites that I found. And one of those websites being TacomaHistory.live, which is a blog from a UW professor who I've been trying to get on, but I haven't had any luck with as of yet. But he has all of these awesome stories from the history of Tacoma. And between that and then also talking about some of the crazy history about this city, uh, I wanted to get into and throw that out there. Unfortunately, I did nuke uh, a little bit of the intro of the podcast, so we still get into some of that stuff, but I definitely want you to check out TacomaHistory.live. In addition to that, we discuss some of the uh, awesome stuff that's been going on with our previous guests. So we started off, and I'm going to get right into it now with a little bit of props for our friends over at, well, Tacoma Hops. I wanted to give some props also to Tacoma Hops. Yeah, man. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So what happened, Scott? Because you got a message, right? Yeah. Yeah. She sent us a message and said she got some people to come um, specifically from the podcast. They heard about us on the, or heard about her on the podcast. So thank you guys very much. Like, seriously, like, uh, thanks for doing our, like, listening to what we do and say, hey, that's interesting. Dude, I think that's the best compliment you can get when somebody, like, um, tells somebody they heard about it from us does that make sense like, yeah, I, yeah i can't i can't think of a better compliment than that so i love it so thanks yeah i met her other i don't want to call it her other half because it's not her husband but uh the art of the crunch oh okay they were at the local uh at the tacoma armory they did the bourbon and bacon and i saw her there and i was like oh i remember you from just like you're having your because she made the like little biscotti the biscotti yeah so she had oh. so she had the maple <laughs> bacon biscotti at the event because it was about bacon and so i not i ate a bunch of those yeah you did yeah i did and then i told her that we knew her through leanne at tacoma hops and she was like oh yeah that's great it was super cool i have to say like leanne is awesome she yeah. she she shared the podcast so many times and and it's been downloaded it's one of our um it's up there in the top yeah i definitely suggest going back and uh going back to the archives and listening to her if you haven't because she's just she's so into it and it was the first time she'd ever done a podcast and she was 
was uber sweet and she was just like i don't know if she was just surprised that we wanted to talk to her but she's doing something cool man yeah well and we might have her on again because i've actually talked to her about um coming in a, a couple of times like if we do some some things with other brewers or other people just coming in and kind of uh doing the same gig you know just doing like a tasting so you guys can listen to it yeah. more often. <laughs> well, and that was like, I, I mean, we have uh, a pretty decent relationship with the Union Club. And if you go to unionclubtacoma.com, you can check out uh, what they do because they do the shared workspace. And they actually just bought the uh, city hall. And or not necessarily bought out, but the guys who run Surge and Union Club and all that, they put in an offer to what they want to do to renovate. And they were the ones who actually won the bid. And it's going to have retail space down at the bottom. And they're going to have some like apartments and I, which I think is just going to be I mean, it's kind of a Seattle like like super like tech sort of thing like the amazon people who move in they get stuck in the apartments yeah, it's 100 percent better than what it is right now but also right now yeah because it's nothing right and in those apartments actually it makes sense for uw tacoma right if you're doing some of that so that kind of made sense with that but they're gonna have like a community space they're gonna have some stuff for like history uh some more shared workspace and then they're gonna have the tower is going to actually have event center in an event center. And I'm going to be talking with uh, Guyan uh, to get a little bit more information about that. Um, but it's just all of the search people doing that with the Union Club. And I forgot what I was talking about when I was going with all of this. <laughs> uh, that's cool, though, man. They but yeah, so they're doing that. all of that. Yeah. It, it'll it'll be nice having that redone and McMenamin's downtown. Yeah. Down in that area. I'm really stoked for that. Oh, anyway, that's what I just remembered. I was talking about the Union Club because Union Club has that big event space. So we need to get like Tacoma Hops to do like a big ass tasting. We need to convince her to go do down, do down there and do that. We should. We should do um a, <clears throat> like a whole podcast in there with people and everything. Fuck. Yeah. Like a live event. Yeah. All right. We'll think. Well, yeah, we'll, write that down. Yeah, I'm gonna write it down because what if what if we just got like what if we did like a variety show type thing where we had like Tacoma Hops coming in and doing their thing and then had maybe like Dunkelberger talking a little bit about that Andrew talking a little bit about ooh See, now you're ooh. getting somewhere. So, you should watch Kill Tony when you get a chance on YouTube. What the fuck is that? The, the podcast uh, Kill Tony. It's it's like a um, oh fuck. It's guys at Joe Rogan's kind of group, right? So it's. Um, Red Band and um, Tony Hinchcliffe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So they do a podcast where, where they go around to different towns to comedy clubs, and then they, they let... It's basically an open mic, right? Yeah. Oh. But, then, but they, they t- talk to the comedians, right? Oh, I don't want to do that. But, no, but we don't have to do it that way. <laughs> okay, okay, I mean, okay. we to judge, right? Yeah, right. But we can have We're just like on. emceeing it, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then... They kind of judge them, but then it, the best part, or my favorite part, is they have a guy there who um, plays music. Like he, So he has like a... Um, saxophone and so he kind of like just does funny shit with the saxophone <laughs> he sometimes all die from the stuff he plays so that'd be funny yeah, yeah we could do something like that. oh like, man we could get like show. get some of our musicians that we've had on previously just to like hey come over here oh we had our setup on the one side and then we get the their setup on like the other like like oh in front of that giant hearth, hearth. Yeah, down by the fireplace yeah oh grid city fireside chats oh, oh I think see. we just made it this is all stuff that we should do like before a show. This is, this is like inside baseball here. Man. <laughs> I mean, but a show's Good City Podcast is growing, and we're making some great uh, connections and friends. And you, people got to stay tuned and listen and share the podcast. Well, and if people are interested in this stuff, man, email us or hit us up on Facebook and leave a message. Mm-hmm. You would like to see it. You wouldn't like to see it. You yeah, we're dumb. Whatever. Well, man. Yeah, well. just give us that. Well, yeah, I mean, give us the feedback. If it's positive feedback, we're going to, or at least constructive criticism. I don't 
don't like these episodes where you're just sitting in your studio and you're not talking to anyone. All right, well, find us people. <laughs> or would you let Jeff touch your hair? <laughs> oh, Jeff, are you looking to touch people's hair? Yeah. yeah just easy. smell it or yeah. just touch yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Now you made it weird. You know what? I don't want people's shitty comments, so don't leave me your shitty comments. Oh, okay. Want your constructive criticism. Just what? leave good shit. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, leave us like five-star reviews, uh, and if you have an issue, info at Grit City Podcast. Well, I'll look at them. Scott will ignore it, but I'll look at it. Fucking comments well, to yourself. Well, that's it. I, I don't think <laughs> when people listen to the Grit City Contest, uh, Grit City Contest, hey, ooh, the Grit ooh. City Podcast, that they said, you know what? These people are going to care what I think, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not too far from it. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll see what you say, but if you just say you fucking suck and there's no, like, reason why, we're like, okay, thanks. Like, that doesn't help at all. I'm, I'm terrible about getting back to people that I want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to answer somebody I don't like. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> going back to Tacoma and stuff that was interesting, I found this blog that I love. Now, I am a part of a Facebook, which I think is the Tacoma History Fun Group. Ew. and. It, it, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound great, but it sounds. It is actually really cool because there's a guy on sounds it. Cool. Yeah, there's a guy on it named Michael who runs this blog called Tacoma History Live, and you can find it. And he'll usually show a, put up links or he'll put up photos in this one little Facebook group. So I found this, and he's got some really interesting stuff. And it comes goes back for a while. So if you want to actually learn about Tacoma. You can do so. Uh, this one actually was posted. Oh, this is recent, uh, October 11th of this year, and it's about the earthquake that happened in April 13th, 1949. Did you know there was an earthquake? Then? I didn't. I didn't know that. Did you know that Tacoma is on the Ring of Fire? I did. You did? I did. Well, there's fucking volcanoes everywhere. <laughs> I know, right? So I'm going to read a little bit of this because I think it's interesting. But if I get boring and you guys don't like it, then you can just shut me up. Yeah, remind me to tell you about the volcano thing. Okay. It freak me out. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. Uh, Tacoma is on the Ring of Fire. It is a city under a volcano 50 geographic miles from the eruption throat and less than an hour in an existential time from the vaporization that comes with the gaseous lahar followed by a fierce lava. Of a flow. Yeah, did that's what freaked me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not surprisingly, earthquakes are a part of our history. Now, here's the thing, too, Scott. You live in Puyallup. Right. And guess what? Like, if Rainier blows, first off, I'm going to get a nice view of it. Uh, I think Jeff might be the safest out of all of us. Uh, Brogan excluded. He's in Renton. I think he might be a little safe there. But if that thing blows, uh, Scott's gone because uh, you live down in the... Uh, in the valley zone, yeah, yeah. I think we'll all be fucked. Yeah. So, did you guys see that there was a newspaper thing where they 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 just put out like the the most dangerous volcanoes or whatever in the country, and Rainier's like in the top five. What? Yeah. And you you think you're like, oh, okay, it can't be that bad. There's somebody monitoring it, right? You can get it on the like the U.S. Geological Survey, and mm-hmm. there's like two or three size seismographs up there. That's really about it. That's it. That's it. You're just like, well, stuff might happen. Yeah. And so they're not even really worried about it. Um, um, about the lava, like the the pyroclastic, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. They're just worried about the lahar, and it, that could happen at any time. Like that doesn't even need a, a eruption; it could just happen from like a steam vent melting enough snow. Oh, yeah. So we might just get fucked one day. Wow, <laughs> just wake up and just be neck deep in mud. And I mean, think about it: nineteen eighty was the Mount St. Helens, May 18th, 1980, was the Mount St. Helens eruption. And that was now, what, 40 years ago-ish? Like, I mean, like like 39 and some months. So almost 40 years ago that happened. And that was that was 
pretty huge. That was devastating. It, it was yeah. 10 years old when that happened. We were driving to Kennewick from Granby, Washington, and it looked like it was snowing. And my dad, I remember my dad saying, uh, the mountain blew up. Whoa. And my ex-wife lived in Yakima, Washington, where it was 12 noon and it was pitch black outside. Wow. And See, he, I was a year old, so I had no... And people don't know how far away is Yakima from from um, Mount God, St. Helens. God, I don't know. It's got to be a couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. well, yeah, because we took a day. You could take a. Uh, we took an afternoon trip in our photography class after a few years afterwards to right. just see what what it was. But it's was, not so, yeah. close. It's not no, like fifty no, miles can't. away. It's only, it's quite a ways. Yes. it's over the mountains. Yes. Right? Yeah. Fucking crazy, man. It scared the shit out of me, man. So I read that article, <laughs> and then went to USGS website, and if you really want to freak yourself out, go there and look, because there's little earthquakes happening all the time up there. A hundred and eighty six miles, about four hour drive. Yeah, so two hours away, and or, yeah, two, yeah, 200 miles away. Yeah. Fucking pitch black. Yeah, and I mean, they're talking about how the ash like circled the globe multiple times when all this shit went down. So it's like all of that, like Ring of Fire stuff is just how it happened and uh looking back on this thing i mean i was here for the nisqually earthquake that happened in like 2000 or somewhere around there yeah and so that one was pretty epic uh <clears throat> reading this article it says during the 20th century the most severe seismic event occurred on april 13th 1949 it con- coincided with the changing ideas about how cities should look government programs that encouraged the demolition of an entire neighborhoods in the post-war baby boom uh, and its need for more and larger schools. In Tacoma, the the 1949 earthquake took a heavy toll on downtown architecture, public buildings, and even homes and neighborhoods. And then in the aftermath, uh, everyone accelerated uh, the replacement of the classical brick schools, churches, and the neighborhood landmarks. Oh, man. Yeah, downtown, several uh, masonry structures were demolished rather than repaired. Uh, The Romanesque Pierce County Courthouse that lost its clock tower in the quake. Yeah, because everything was built with brick. So if you were just looking at all that stuff and then suddenly the giant fucking earthquake shows up and then oh yeah you're just smashed by a toppling clock tower isn't that weird that like nobody thought about that shit for so long they're like we're just gonna build stuff and we know these things happen but we're like man we won't try to worry about trying to figure out why we just well, and that was like we were talking with Andrew from Tacoma Ghost Tours about the uh, the the place that burned down, and it was like the safety yeah. standards. Like they didn't give a shit about safety standards because all these had been put into place for the stairwells, not to make the circular stairwell in the middle, because that's how the fire spreads. And they're like, "That's an East Coast thing. We're just going to fucking do it anyway." And then all these people die, and they burn and just crispify hanging out windows and stuff. Uh, well, fire goes uh, opposite way um, on the West Coast, and it <laughs> everybody knows that, right? <laughs> go ahead and go. Google that, Jeff. I don't think boom, that's true. Boom, boom. The more you know. <laughs> uh, it was a 7.1 magnitude event, the, the earthquake in 49, lasting 30 seconds, epicentered about midway between Tacoma and Olympia. So that wasn't even like out anywhere. That was just right there between Tacoma and Olympia. That was, again, the Nisqually Valley. That's where that happened in like, you know, 60, 50 some odd years later. Super scary. And um, well, Mount Hood down by uh, Portland. Uh-huh. They, they just found faults that run like basically through the mountain, like 
and th- th- I guess they're different than like the Cascadia faults because those are like deep faults and these are on top. So it's a whole different type of earthquake. <laughs> It'll be like even worse or something. It's like every time they find something, oh, this is fucking 10 times worse than the last thing we found. Watch out. Jeez, yeah. man. It's scary living here. Yeah. Know. And they don't leave. You're going to just, uh, everyone's going to die anyway. You don't have to worry about that. It, it does act- freak me out a little bit though, man. Especially after I looked it up. I was like, because you know it's there and you kind of see it. You yeah. You do it after a while. But yeah, looking it up on the website, like watching the little fucking seismometer, I was I was looking at them. And thinking, I was like, Fuck, this is freaking me out. Not only that, there's only like one way out of this place. You know, there's only one road that's going to take take us out. Well, yeah, it won't fucking take Lahar, much. That's what's going to do it. I know, and well, and that's the thing too. We've got like I five and I ninety essentially, and we got the little the little bits. But I mean, like tr- trying to drive into Seattle is such a bitch going from anyway because there are so many choke points, and you don't realize that until like you're living in North Seattle, like I used to do, in a fucking fish truck falls over on 99 and suddenly that entire way is blocked off for a day and it yeah. took me three hours to get from North Seattle to Georgetown which should be you know a half hour normally but with traffic it's always an hour no matter what but three hours I was so pissed I was so mad dude we should get a um, like doomsday prepper guys on here oh emergency guys well, we, we should huh? yeah do we know any well, Jeff, he's like getting excited right now. Like, yeah, Jeff, who do you know? Yeah, yeah, do you do that? Well, well, I think we should, and not because of Doomsday, but just because for the fact, just like we talked about, if something did happen where it was minor enough, but it did shut everything down. Like you zombie apocalypse? You would have something. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they're doing that, though. They're like, oh, the zombie apocalypse might come. Be prepared, because at least it gets people stoked about it. Yes. Yeah, and it's good to have a bug out bag, and it's good to have extra water and uh, some sort of generator if you can have okay. one. Okay, so bug out bag. Here's my thing. Okay, so when I hear a bug out bag, I'm understanding is a quick release bag. You want to just get it and go. But it wants you to have like clothes, water, food, stuff like that. My buddy, he has one where he's just like, yeah, I got to change the clothes. And I want like two G's in it. And I'm like, money ain't going to matter. I don't think money's going to matter if that shit happens. You will at first, right? Yeah, because you're not going to be able to get nothing out of the ATMs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So let, let's say... For the case of where you're going to be shut down for three days, I think money will still still matter. Yeah, yeah it depends on the scenario, yeah. bro. If we're talking zombie apocalypse, no, money doesn't mean shit. Stock up on dog food because that shit's going to be worth some stuff in a few years, right? Well, that's the problem, man, because I'm playing shit like Fallout and like Red Dead, and I'm just like, I'm ready, I'm rooting toot, and I can fucking deal all this, I can live out in the things, and I realize, uh, no, no, I can't do that no. shit. Apocalypse I'm gonna- stuff is the best, though, right? <laughs> it is, right? It always yeah. makes you think about that shit. Yeah. I couldn't do it either, Justin. There's no way. I know. I'm just going to be I like, could, but no way. Like Zombieland stuff, like rule one's cardio. And guess what? Guess what? I don't have. Come on. I'm like, I'm the, the standard Tacoma staple fat guy beard bald. That's it, man. I'm that's me. Yeah. I, I eat all the granola bars. That's what all the bug out bags. How come there's granola <laughs> bars in here? I was hungry. I just, ate them all. They're just stuffed with <laughs> shitty MREs from some like you army surplus yeah, you store. Get this, some See, the foods that you're not I've been talking with some of the, like, I mean, we got so many military close by guys. We should have them on just to do some cross. I, I know a guy. I think I'm going to, I think we're going to do that. We like talk about like military stuff. We should, we should, that would be fun. Like uh, an actual um, emergency prepared guy. Like <clears throat> I know they have like search and rescue. Mm-hmm. Here's County. You can volunteer to be search and rescue so oh yeah we, we should have, have them on yeah have one of those on and then let's have just a weirdo on too that is all until the, <laughs> do we round table it or do we do it separate separate okay what do they call uh <laughs> what's the acronym for the end of the world 
have an acronym for that. Like T E O W, the end of it's, world. It's even no. worse. It's like the end of the world as we know it, or something. And really, do another one that's like when the shit hits a fan. Yeah, yeah. I like fucking. Yeah. I love that stuff, man. Where do you look that stuff up? I don't know. Well, we even have like rolling <laughs> blackouts through here sometime, and it takes a while for them to get fixed. I've never found a rolling blackout. You never have? No. Nope. Yeah, yeah, you have. You just haven't. Like Tacoma, Tacoma. There's been a couple times where we lost power. Oh, I just found it, yeah. What is it? T-E-O-T-W-A-W-K-I. See, I don't know. The end, of, the end of the world as we know it. Yeah, acronyms are supposed to Teotihuacan. That just that. They say it, though. Like, when you talk to people, they'll say it out loud like a thing. I've watched the Doomsday Prepper show. I love that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's why. Shit. That's yeah, funny. I'm into weird shit, dude. I like that conspiracy theory. Yeah, T at walkie, yeah. As far as food goes, I'm going to start eating people right away. I'm not even Well, you're just going to get right into that? Yeah, I'm just going to come to my house. Oh, man. That's going to be really strange. What's the, what's, what, what's the name of your house? Oh, the Octavius house. The Octavius yeah. house is going to be the Octavius house and butchery. Yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ. He's out eating people first thing. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Grill them up good. Grill them up good. crackers, bro. No, it's fine. Yeah, I'm yeah you know what good... I'm not dead. I'm, not dead. I'm just sleeping. <laughs> you know what goes good on crackers? Human pate. Oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, just going back into it, uh, TacomaHistory.live is the thing, and they've got a whole bunch of stuff. I tried to send an email to the dude to get him on, but he never responded to me. He's like a fancy professor, and so I don't think he actually wants to like talk to us, but check out the site. I th- I just maybe just want to like do like a side podcast where I just read all about this stuff. We could do that. Yeah, do we could like do a weird note. history one. Yeah. Yeah. Side note. I love all those things. Did I tell you about the, uh, I was in um, Albertsons and I, I came around, around one of those corners and you know how somebody's coming the other way and you kind of like T-bone them with, with your cart? Oh yeah. It was somebody from like Fort Lewis or something like that and he was wearing camouflage and I said, I'm sorry, I didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dead jokes. Laugh? No, I did. I, oh. I went, oh. <laughs> not even intended. Not even intended. <laughs> That's funny. That is actually really good. I love all that. Um, is there anything we want to talk about? I'm kind of tapped for stuff. Are you? Yeah. Well, you had all kinds of things, man. What happened? We, we talked about them all. Halloween. Let's talk about Halloween. So you okay. had a lot of trick-or-treaters. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, so we just bought the house uh, in the end of June. And so I had been asking uh, the neighbors to figure out, hey, are we? do we get a lot of people? Because where we're at, we're actually near a bunch of schools. And it's a little bit more of the residential area uh, in the central kind of business district area, if you know that sort of thing. I'm trying to keep it super vague yeah, but not should. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in the one part of tacoma where there's houses and, exactly uh, right in there yeah exactly and so we were i asked uh, one of the neighbors and the the neighbor she was just like or no he was like i we go to spanaway like so we don't even hang out we like get the family and they go to do other family stuff on halloween and then i talked to the wife and oh, she well, was that's like a shitty place to go trick-or-treating they got like sprinkler and stuff and uh, it's the big, uh, the big recreational area oh, with the big like rock wall. I didn't even know that was a word. Um, I don't know if it's still up because the last time I tried to climb that rock wall, I was like 
in like third grade, and I didn't do it because I was fat then. So what is this thing you're speaking of? It's a big multi-purpose athletics area. So they got a big oh, okay. rock mountain. They've got, I think, maybe like an arena. They have like it might be attached to a high school, but I don't pay enough attention to all of that. Um, but it's down in Spanaway. So if you just take Pacific Highway and you go a little ways and you keep going, then you, you keep going some more. And then if you hit the Roy Y, you've gone too far, so turn back around. You'll see a giant rock mountain and a thing, and it's a big athletic area. They got batting cages and all that shit. Okay. And sometimes they do in the rec area, at least they used to do, like haunted houses and stuff. Like trick or treat street. Yeah. Things. Yeah, that stuff. But anyway, so she was just saying that they went out to that and they went to like haunted houses and stuff out there. And so I had no idea how many people were going to get. The wife was just like, well, we're going to decorate. And I'm like, cool, because I like carving pumpkins. And then uh, we get a whole bunch of candy, which is cool, because I love candy. So if kids don't show up, then we're fine. I like candy, too. But then, like, yeah, we had, like, just under 100 people, like kids. Like, parents didn't count. Like, uh, the, even if they're in costumes, fuck them. They don't get candy. The kids get candy, which is great because you get, like, the, the, the parents with, like, the one-year-old baby. This is their first Halloween. It's like, yeah, you're just getting candy for yourself. Oh, yeah, they are. But you dressed up the kids, so <laughs> we count it. And, Aww. yeah, we had a bunch of them. And all the kids, like... I don't know. It was great. They were they were fucking polite. Like they were we uh, we were dressed up. Well, I mean, I, I just wore like the 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 weakest costume ever. It was just one of those big old like onesies, like Aww. the pajamas, and it was great. And my wife dressed up like a zombie. Oh, fun! A bee that's dead. A zombie. Zombie. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. yeah, it's great. And like all the kids, like a couple of them actually got it, which is pretty great. And then like no one at her work got it because mm. no one. Like likes puns or anything like that, which is work. Everybody's just down and sad at work. They're like, yeah, whatever, fun costume, fuck off. Yeah, but the kids like they were like all the kids were like they're dressed up, they're having fun, and it was a good time. And no, yeah, I think they're just stoked they're getting all the candy and they're being polite. But I just don't expect kids to be polite. Like when you were a kid, Halloween was the best. It was the best one. Yeah, you just get to go around and get free candy, so that's fantastic. You're not getting presents and shit like Christmas or whatever, right? But Halloween, you could always, and even when you got older, like I always went out with just my friends, right? Mm -hmm. It was just always like kind of a night you could go tear it up as a little kid and i remember i mean i remember growing up in university place um and doing our uh trick-or-treating out there and that was even like my uh my sister took uh my niece and my nieces out to university place in Furcrest because that's where all the fancy people are or were i don't know how they still are but that's where a big concentration of the the of all the houses and all the good houses that's the best thing to do man yeah pile your friends in a car and just roll up in mass yeah and that was like i mean and the weather got kind of shitty at the end of it so there's a little bit of rain and a lot of bit of that that bullshit there so it would be like yeah one like dodge caravan would show up and like eight kids would pile out run over to our run over to our porch knock on it and boom bam give it get the candy so i only had a little bit of candy left which was cool yeah, it was actually a really good time. We're stoked. Next year, we're going to have, uh, we're going to do a little bit more with the decorations, and we're going to have a Halloween party. And we can do a little haunted house type thing? No, that's a little too much work. We'll I'm, see. Yeah. We'll see. I know. Yeah. It'll be fun, though. I'm just, I'm happy that, like, I don't know, like, people go out and still do that shit around here. I didn't get any. Did you get any? Yeah, we got a handful. We got a handful of about six groups, but we we differ on the parent part. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, my wife is. We'll see the parents and say, "Hey, uh, moms get candy too. Come on up." <laughs> and so I think next year we're going to try to make like a little parent pack. Like oh, they killer! Get different for for the parents. If they're just walking around, I was thinking about that. Like doing like maybe like airplane bottles of booze. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going to say if you get a yeah. parent pack, you check check your parent pack for weed candies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those those are the 
the legit ones. We're not going to give any of the kids the wee candy because that's just not worth it. But maybe the parents. Oh man, we had we had a kid come to the door. Yeah, he was smelling like a Grid City podcast. He was he just wafted in. Really? Yeah, so I don't know uh, what house he visited before. But it was a cool one. That's cool what you're one. saying. Yeah, he was having a good Halloween. He's <laughs> like, hey, come in. We'll hot box you. Then you can go out and keep on doing it. <laughs> that's amazing. That's like maybe just hitting up those weed stores. It's like I just want your I want regular candy. I'm sure some of you guys got some back there. Dude, well, in the town I grew up, we hit up the bars, dude. We would go yeah. in. This, cause there, really? Yeah, there's like four bars and only like one grocery store. So we would, <laughs> we would always go to the bars. Well, and that and probably parent kids' parents were in there too, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that was a thing. So. Hi, Dad. Oh, speaking of that, Church Cantina looked like they had a great time. If you check out oh. their Facebook page. Oh, yeah. It looked like people were dressing up and having a great time down there. They were having some fun doing that. and a weird um, ball thing, right? Like a get-together. They, well, they, it was funny because um, Adam and Nicole, two of the owners of Church Cantina, um, Adam, he's the one who always has the uh, purple hearse, the sparkle purple hearse. Oh, so he's so into Halloween. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, that's always, the that's his parked out of the Church Cantina whenever you see that. Um, they went to the Gritty City Sirens. They held the Tim Burton's ball. Oh. And so they ended up doing some stuff, and they were previous guests on yeah. the podcast. Yep, they've been on. Great so you experiments. go listen back onto that one as well and check them out. But yeah, so they went to the Tim Burton ball all dressed up like that. There's a lot of cool stuff happening down in Tacoma. So like, you don't have to go anywhere else to get all the hookup with uh, the fun stuff. No, man. It's well. That's why we do this, right? I know. I know. Let's bring everybody the cool shit. Yeah, no, you know, and I brought my uh, mom and dad up a couple of weeks ago, and they were they're really impressed every time I show them a little bit more about Tacoma, um, before, because again, Tacoma has a real weird reputation, 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 reputation. There you go, reputation. From way back when. Oh yeah, it's just like they're like, well, doesn't it smell? You know? And I oh yeah, I was thinking some parts of it when the tides are out. Yeah, I mean, how um, how things work out with your mom after the weed? Oh yeah, really good. Uh, you know, um, she still hasn't did it yet, but uh, they that's have. what she's gonna say always. <laughs> Mom doesn't smoke weed. No. Mom doesn't fart. Don't worry about it. Right. That's right. That's right. Hey, she has a grower across the street from her. And after the podcast, um, I guess they play music about eight in the morning till three, three in the afternoon. And there's this one song that has a lot of heavy bass that you can hear it inside the house. <laughs> oh, no. So she finally had enough nerve after the podcast, after okay. she talked to some people, you know, met people in, in the industry and found out that they are just humans. Yeah. That they're just <laughs> Not a bunch make, of criminals over there. Yeah. Right. A drug cartel no. that, they, that she went over and talked to the guy and said, Hey, you know what? This one song is just, it just gives me a headache. And so he cut it out. He said, I'll, I'll make him stop right now. Cool. Gave, gave her his card and said, you know, if there's anything else you need, you let me know. And That's killer. Yeah. They just want to be a part of the community. And she goes, you know what? They are. They're just humans. They're just, they're just <laughs> well, and that's, like, and that's like what we have, why we have like Billy on and like, and Billy knows so many other people. So we got Steve from Fairwinds to just be like, these are guys who are, they're local. They're looking to make their way in the world. And this is one way that they figured out how to do it. And it's not like, it's not the drug pushers. First off, like the weed dealers, a lot of the times, I mean, yeah, you would always have the ones that were kind of sketchy, but most of the time through the ones that I'd always dealt with, I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> he says this. He's like, yeah, I used to buy weed all the time. Well, it's just always one of those things. Like, when you go into a drug dealer to buy drugs, you never know what they're going to have, right? True. You could always, you could show up and they might have some fucking random thing. Well, you want to try this? Yeah. True, why not? Right? See what happens, yeah. Yeah, but when you when you have a store you go to, you don't have to worry about that. And the people that work there are decent people, right? Yeah. It's so much better. I love it so much, dude. I pinch myself sometimes. I walk in, I'm like, I know. So like, I used to live really close to World of Weed, like walking distance. And uh, I mean, that was kind of a sketchy area, so you usually didn't walk over there. But it was still, it's like, it's close enough. You're like, yeah, I can just walk into a place that is fantastic. And it's like, it's open. It's it's open air, not open air, but just like, it's lightly lit, like brightly lit. lit. There we go. You, there you we go. Those like words. Going, it's not It's not like the divey bar, right? Mm-hmm. You're actually going in like a store and you can look at things. It's not even like the head shops back in the day. <clears throat> Dude, I remember driving. Fuck, we drove three hours to find like a head shop, head shop that sold glass pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And don't and don't whatever. don't call it a bong or you just have to you will be removed. Right. And we'd have to open. It was the only one around and you'd go in and everything was tie dyed and Bob Marley and fucking, you know, you had to go through the beaded curtain to the back room <laughs> <laughs> to pick up your weed. Yes. You don't have to do any of that now. It's so much better, dude. I know. And yeah. she's getting a lot more questions. I'm getting a lot more questions from her friends and stuff I like that. My in-laws. Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah. Mom's on it. And they're they're like, hey, well, we have this happening. Do you you think weed would help this? Yeah. Oh, we got to do weed tours. We are. We're going to have to. So, like, I got got my my mother in law coming up, I think, next week or week after. We're going to take a trip to Mary Mart. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We can do all this at the Union Club. You're right. Mary Mart. We get them all loaded up. Then we take them back (laughs) to the Union Club. We sit them down with Tacoma Hoffs. She does a food pairing. Yeah. Fuck, we'll tear it up. Yeah. That'll be insane. I love it. We got so many plans to do this. We got to throw it out to everyone out there. I love it. We got time. We got time. We got this. I think we're about uh, finishing up on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so, for hanging in there. Absolutely, man. But no, it was fun because we were able to talk about some of the shit that we really like and some of the stuff that's super cool. Like what we're doing out here right now is just trying to support Tacoma and uh, the businesses that are, you know, done by the people that are in Tacoma or the South Sound area. And we try to highlight some of the cool things to say, hey, yeah, Tacoma has a rough side to it. But at the at, through all of it, we're just just people trying to get through and some people are doing some amazingly creative things like what we had with like Tupac and I know that my wife and uh, a bunch of her friends are going to be going to their Nutcracker that is happening November 30th through the 2nd or 3rd of December it's just like that weekend like so if you want to look at that some of the things they're going to do an urban twist on the Nutcracker check that shit out if that's something that interests you or like at the very least if you don't know if it interests you or not because I didn't know anything really about the diaspora which i can say now because we had them on i like we wouldn't experience that and you just go with those you didn't go right but everyone else went yeah but yeah well but the same thing man (laughs) in in, in any town right in any town you don't have to live in tacoma so that's something that um which is real quick like we get we get so many downloads from from california Mm -hmm. um, the uk like england is our like third biggest one and then i know it's weird right and yeah work um so any of these like you live in any other city 
city in in the world, you can find these things. And if you can't move, yeah, find somewhere else yeah. to live. Right? But it's also because I mean, like, if you want to do this, and it's like, hey, I want to go to Seattle, and like, it's a big cruise ship destination yeah. and one of those stop off ports. Mm-hmm. You can like come here and do something like that. Maybe spend a couple of days and come down to Absolutely. Tacoma and check out. I mean, at the very least, the Tacoma Art Museum, the Tacoma History Museum. Those are two places that you can go and you know for sure exactly what you're going to get out of that. And then hit up some of the bars that are around there because there's a ton around that area. We've got the Harmons. We've got the Swisses. We've got all these places that you can go and check out. And I mean, that's what we're just trying to do and highlight all of that different stuff. Absolutely. No, even my wife, my wife was not a Tacoma girl, but she's turning into a Tacoma girl. Nice. I had a, a bad experience. Now, we might have a mediocre one or maybe a mediocre meal, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. You know, there's nothing to turn you away. Yeah, exactly. People are going to be in your face, but in the ways that uh, it's just like it's not Seattle and that they're just going to talk to you. Yeah. And it's never it's never even bad, even if it sounds a little harsh. It's just it, it's their truth. And they're just throwing it out there. And a lot of times it's not confrontational. They're not looking to get in a fight with you. They're not looking to rob you or any of that bullshit. It's just people being people. It's just yeah. real people, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is, we're going to wrap it up for this time. But, again, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to check out more of our episodes, GritCityPodcast.com. If you want to give us suggestions on people you want to have on, info at GritCityPodcast.com. Like us on the Facebooks. Give us those five-star reviews and all that other random bullshit. Oh, hey, we're... we're um Producing podcasts too. So if you're absolutely in doing podcasts, hit us up. The same thing mm-hmm. at gridcitypodcast.com. Absolutely. If you ever thought about wanting to do a podcast, we do consultation. If you ever, uh, if you don't have the equipment to run a podcast, we can you know give that stuff out as well, and not give it out, but rent it out and all that stuff. Yeah. And we've got rates and shit. But I mean, we'll talk about that on the other times and all that stuff. But yeah. again, gridcitypodcast.com. All the information is all through that, and we'll have all the links for all the bitches and the uh, shit that we talked about for this one uh, right up on the page. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Peace out, guys. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com.